Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Hello. Happy Monday. Good morning. Hello. Oh, man, what the heck? Code orange air quality today. How about that? That's new. How about that for some news, everybody? We just saw that on WBAL. Like, what the heck? Because I look outside, I'm like, why is it so dark outside? You know what I mean? Because, Jessica, the world is coming to an end, slowly but surely. Don't say that. Welcome to it, friends. What up? How was the weekend? Everybody feeling good? We call this our 6 o'clock club, and if you've never been here before, welcome. It's a weird time of day to be awake. Because not a lot of people are. It's a small group here right now, but we're like the best of friends. So we do this every morning together. Text us if you're here, 410-583-1065. Who's here? Greek goddess Diana from Annapolis is here. Good morning to Jess R. from Westminster. Magic Mike, Lee Grace, and White Marsh. Uh, Clever Kevin checking in. Happy Monday to Terry. Beautiful Beverly. Terrence, our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Carol of Princess Anne is here. Anthony from Catonsville is here. Uh, Jarrett, Tara, Madison, Kieran, Connor, and Aiden from PA checking in. Good morning to Mama McJam, Melissa P. and Glen Burney. Uh, Hopadope is here. Kate and Pasadena, Debbie and Delta, and happy Monday to Lisa. 40s is weird. I hit an age that I never thought I'd be at. I actually laughed at people that acted the way that you do in your 40s. I never quite understood it till I got here. Mm-hmm. And this weekend, I realized that... Once you hit 40, you use walking as a, <laughs> a point of pride. Okay. Let you me explain. You mean like walking to a destination? Well, I've never understood, and I, I know you know this. Maybe this is your parents. This could be some people in there, you know, as, as they're getting older. You ever met somebody and, like, they have to tell you, well, I mean, I walk five miles a day. Mm. And you're like, okay, cool. Like, that's... Or do you mean that, like when you, you post how much you ran or, or something, something like, like that? No, not like run. Running, running's fun. That's hard. Running's hard. Walking's easy. Is it? But like What's literally. What's the difference from like saying no. how far you've walked and then posting how far you've run? I've just you noticed ran. as people get older, uh-huh. as people get older, they use how far they walk every day mm-hmm. like as a badge. Yeah. And I never quite I never quite understood. I'm like, okay, cool. You walked around the block a couple of times. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Y'all, tell me why this weekend, <laughs> twice on two different occasions. 
I went, I got home, I checked my walking app because I was all over town this weekend just walking. It was a beautiful Saturday out and about. Still telling us how much he walked. Yo, that's what I'm okay. saying. Yeah. So, like, Saturday I get home and I'm like, I wonder how much I walked. Never said this before in my life. Yeah. Looked down. I was like, 10.2 miles. I was literally texting my friends yeah. that I walked 10.2 miles. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's part of my identity now. Okay. Like, I'm turning into the guy that wants to tell you how many like how many steps he took to every... And, like, my parents always did that. Yeah. And I found that so peculiar to do. More than Garage Boy and I, we had the laziest weekend this weekend. Did you? Yeah. And much, so and much needed. I'm, I mean, we went outside, but I wasn't walking around. Man, Saturday was the most beautiful day we've had all year. It was. Would you argue that? It was gorgeous. And then Sunday... Hot, huh? Suck because you almost thought you were going to get another Saturday. And then you're all like... You see the sunburn on me? Can you see it? And then your upper lip immediately starts sweating <laughs> the first five minutes you walk outside your door. It was such a weird twist of events because I woke out Saturday, Sunday morning. I'm like, okay, cool. Another cool fall day. Nope, it's going to be 103 today. I'm okay. not mad about it, though. It was nice. Now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three <laughs> with Jess. Number three. Former Ravens offensive lineman Michael Orr is back in Baltimore to hold a signing event for his latest book. The Super Bowl champion and subject of the 2009 movie The Blind Side is back in the news after his claims that the Tui family never actually adopted him and instead placed him in a conservatorship, not allowing him to receive royalties from the film. Now, the family is seeking to end the conservatorship, which has been in place for nearly 20 years. Orr's book, uh, When Your Back's Against the Wall, is his second memoir. He's going to be at the Ivy Bookshop on Falls Road tonight from 6 to 8 p.m. for the signing event and happy hour. I wonder if that was planned before this whole story came out. That's true. You know? I mean, either way, I would 100% take advantage of it. You know, Mm -hmm. like this man needs to be everywhere, taking every penny he can from everything because he pretty much got screwed in this whole thing, right? So you can go. It's it's, it's where now? That's going to be at the Ivy Bookshop on Falls Road from 6 to 8 p.m. Number two. Over the weekend, former President Jimmy Carter's grandson shared that the 39th president of the United States is apparently in the final chapter of his life. The Carter Center actually announced back in February that the 98-year-old former president was being placed in around-the-clock hospice care after a series of short hospital stays. He was still teaching Sunday school until four years ago. Apart from grandson Josh Carter's sentiments, there were no details provided about his condition. It's sad. So I, yeah. I'm i from Georgia originally, and Jimmy Carter from Georgia, as you, if you don't know. And so this has been like a huge storm. My parents were texting me the story mm. as it was yesterday morning and the morning before. So like this is... Yeah, that's big. Number one. King Charles III and Prince Harry are rumored to be setting up, quote, peace talks for next month. So these talks come after Harry's memoir, Spare, in which he said that his father labeled him as the spare child and accused his stepmother, Queen Camilla, for using him for her PR purposes, saying, quote, she sacrificed me on her personal PR altar. The source says that should these talks happen, Charles will emphasize the importance of keeping family matters private, and this meeting could be a big step for Harry as he did return to the UK for Charles' coronation, but he had no official role and said apart from his family, showed up and walked out immediately after. Okay. If we were to take that same story and remove Harry and Charles and put in Kim and what's what's the mom's name on Kardashians? Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, yeah. tell me y'all wouldn't be like, that's the same story. What do you mean? That's like a, this just sounds like a soap opera. Oh, this, no, this is literally this week in the royal reality. Family. <laughs> this has become, this has become reality TV at this point. Like, is this sustainable, you think, for the royal family? Like, how long can this last? When you really do some research in the royal family, you realize it's all just kind of made up, and it's just, the only reason it's still standing is because they protected it so well. But yeah. now that it's turning into... A rigmarole. Yeah. Are people going to be like... I don't know. Like, look it's, at it. It's messy. He's taken off the website. You know? Yeah. Like, it just, it's turning into, like, a mockery. Again, that could easily be a show coming to Hulu. Yeah. And you guys would all stream it. I would. Yep. This is Jess, and that was your top three. I know you know this feeling, too. Imagine this. You get off the plane, right, after a long flight. For some reason, that weight between... Getting off the plane, getting over to the baggage claim, and your bag actually coming out, the longest wait of all time, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You you don't want to get out of there any faster of anywhere in the world, but between baggage claim and then getting to your car, to your Uber or whatever, right? But imagine as you're sitting there and you're waiting and it's been like a while, all of a sudden, a raccoon pops out. Oh, no. Like, what would you even do? Chaos. It's like the worst... It's like the worst setting right. for that to happen. Rack, like, 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 think about the mood for a second. Think uh, about the mood. You just got off a long flight. You're not yeah. in the mood for anything. All right. Welcome to this week's edition of PA So Cray Cray. Explain how this segment works, Jess. So we, it's always said with love. We love our neighbors in PA, but we just kind of, it would be amiss if we, we did not acknowledge the fact that some bizarre things take place over there. So yeah. we just talk about them. Listen, we're neighbors, right? Like we're in Maryland, but for some reason, the second that you cross over that line, Football teams get worse and people get weirder, y'all. All right, let me take you to this is the Philly International Airport, Philadelphia International Airport. Mm. So, literally, somebody's standing there waiting for their bags. And I sent you the video of this. If you want to go check it out, it's at Kramer and Jess on Instagram. Because I want you to like get the vibe for a second. You Can know, I watch it now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. You know how cranky you are. And then as you're sitting there waiting for <gasps> oh your bag. My, oh, no, no. <laughs> A raccoon literally pops no! out of the, the no! luggage carousel. No. <laughs> like where your bags so like you know you know you're like staring that, that thing down. It was really big. <laughs> uh I don't I also kind of, I'm kinda of scared of raccoons to be honest. <laughs> I mean they look like they'd be cuddly, but you know they can't. No, kill they're you. not. Give them the opportunity, no, they I've take you down. I never felt that way. That terrified me. Like the scream in this video, if you go watch it, at Kramer and Jess, at Kramer and Jess on Instagram, it's Kramer with a K. Uh, um, just because you know not, that raccoon was not tiny either. You know you're like staring down that little part with the little flappy arms, you know, waiting for your bag to come out. Yeah, and you're like super close to the carousel too. You couldn't be any closer to that thing, just trying to get your bag. Now, yeah. this listen, that's a crazy story. We could stop it there, but the story gets crazier. So. This actually isn't the first raccoon instance that's In, happened at Philadelphia at International Airport. Airport. Uh-huh. It's the second. Last year, a raccoon actually came out of the wall vent <gasps> and stole a package of Twizzlers oh. and then ran back in. I, uh, I can't stand that. I'm going to tell you, that's never happened at BWI. That's never happened, ever. No raccoons there. Where? Philadelphia. Ew. It's why we have to give them their own segment. That's called PA, so cray-cray. Go watch the video at Kramer and Jess 
on Instagram. I made a new rule in my relationship, and I want to see if you think that it's fair. Okay. So last night, Garage Boy wanted to watch Peter Pan, and I was like, that's fine. Which one? Cartoon? Uh, cartoon, yeah. Okay. Like OG. And he puts it on, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's cool. I love Peter Pan. I love Disney movies, whatever. And I can hear that he's on his phone doing something, but I'm like, it's fine, whatever. Now we're five minutes in, and he's still on his phone, watching something on his phone. Wait, so, he, so he's... The, the movie's on, but he's also like watching a video on his phone. He's also on TikTok. So, oh. so Garage Boy, wow. my fiance, picks what he wants to watch, but is continuing to be on TikTok while his choice is on TV. Right. <laughs> so then I turn to him and I'm like, I'm changing this. And he was like, What? And I was like, You don't get to pick what we're watching, but then also be on your phone. Mm. So I changed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, How did he feel about that? And he was fine with it, but like, that's fair, right? Or like, do you get a phone grace period and See, then you watch? You know what I mean? The phone is weird. And obviously, if you guys are in a relationship and want to call or text this morning, 410-583-1065. I don't know when all of a sudden, I'm, I'm the same way. I watched the, the um, a knock, is it knocking the cab on a cabin? I don't remember what it was this weekend. And I found myself doing the same thing where I was like watching the movie, but I was on my phone like 40% of the time. Exactly. You know? So you're like listening to it in the background right. and you're like looking up and stuff, and I, but you're on your phone. I genuinely wanted to see the movie too. It was a movie I picked up by myself. I watched it, you know, I, I, I want to see this and I sat down and I turned it on and like literally I found myself so many times being like, put your phone down and watch the movie. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. Is that fair? If, okay, so if he picks the movie... He wants to watch Peter Pan. I say, okay, cool. You, right. W- wasn't your first choice. Wasn't my first choice. But, I love Peter Pan. It wasn't my first choice, but he wanted to watch it. And I'm like, okay, cool. But if you're on your phone, then I get to pick then. Like, was Jess wrong, you think, by turning that off? Because today's day and age... With cell phones and watching movies. Shouldn't that mean you guys are, we are watching the movie. Like, you're watching it. We're not, like, on our phones and watching it at the same time. Like, if, if we're going to watch something together, shouldn't we be actually watching it together? It just feels like once you committed to watching it, you should have committed to watching it. No matter what he wanted to do in that time period. Like, let's say, for example, his mom called him. And he had to get up and go take the phone call. You wouldn't have turned it off for that. So why if he's yeah. watching something? You I'd, pa- I'd pause it and like watch something else. And then when and then when he's off the phone call, we could put Peter Pan back on. I don't. It just it feels like it, you've already agreed to it. Even if he's on his phone, I still feel because we've agreed that in today's day and age, for some reason, you can't watch a movie without also being on your phone. Uh-huh. So I I think you were in the wrong for that one. I think that was probably the wrong move. How does that feel to you though? Like Jess is saying in her relationship. If her fiance is going to be on his phone while they're watching a movie together, then she has the right to go in and change the movie. 410-583-1065. Raylene and Bel Air, good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're good. Do you feel like that's fair for Jess to turn the movie off? I definitely do. Mm -hmm. Because I deal with this with my husband all the time and especially my six-year-old son. Oh, so this is a normal... Okay, so this is a normal thing. So they want to pick something that they want to watch and then immediately they go to the phone and or iPad. Exactly. So my son last night wanted to watch a SpongeBob movie. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. So he's sitting in his little chair watching it and I look over and he's on his iPad with his headphones on. I'm like, I don't think so. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is mommy's time. And my husband does the same thing. He's on his phone. I'm like, no, I don't I, think so. I so, feel like this is the classic case of like wanting to have your cake and eat it too. But like, but, like but, I'm sorry. I, if you, it, no, you yeah. need to watch it. If we're making a decision, one, to do something together, we need to watch it together. And if you're not, then I'm going to put on the Harry Potter reunion and actually watch it. <laughs> All right, Raylene, we hear you. Thank <laughs> you for calling us. We appreciate uh, you. All right, thank you. Love you guys. We love you too. 410-583-1065. This is Donna from Essex on 2. Hell yeah. What's up, Donna? How you doing, baby king? I got to stick with my girl Jess on this one. I would have turned it off too. Why, Donna? Donna. You're a sensible woman. Why would you do that? Because what he did was kind of rude, actually. Mm. Why? why? The man's just checking his phone for a couple seconds. Yeah, but I mean, he's wanting her to sit here and and watch this movie, and then he's like just ignoring all that, even for a few seconds. So, so you're saying that. she's completely in the right to turn the movie off? Ah, uh, totally. I'm sticking with my girl. There's, Thank you, Miss Donna. Listen. I appreciate that, and I did. I happily turned it off and put on the Harry Potter reunion. And was I on my phone? Absolutely not. Watched every second. Watched every second with the subtitles Blink. on. Thank you very much. <laughs> didn't take one breath to make sure I didn't miss a second of that movie. <laughs> that thing they said about you, that terrible name they called you, or title, or description of what you did that made you seem so awful, guess what? That's none of your business. It really doesn't matter. And I want you to know that driving into work today, that's actually really important because I know there's somebody listening right now who's sitting on a conversation from either last week or something where... Somebody said something not so great about you, mm-hmm. and you're like, damn, is that who I am as a person? On Monday, we do something called Mom's Monday Motivation. This is our feel-good segment for the week, y'all, because Monday's hard to get up and get going. So I bring the most motivational person I know to your assistance all the way from Georgia. This is my mom, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Let's remember you don't know a lot of people, Kramer. That's true. That's true. <laughs> as an introvert, my circle's very small. So it's me. There could be someone. Nancy. Yeah. And you that's listening. My three friends are literally right here with me right now. Uh, so don't put uh, we, too much we, pressure on me. I know. Um, so this is it. My mom just brings us some, a dose of motivation and uh, just to get us pumped up. But by the way, we have, we do a podcast. My mom and I have a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy on the Odyssey app. If you ever want to check that out. And uh, this is Mom's Money Motivation. What we got? It's from my hero Michael J. Fox. One's dignity may be assaulted, vandalized, and cruelly mocked, but it can never be taken away unless it is surrendered. Mm. Mm -hmm. Does that hit you between the eyes or what? Yes. I mean, and is he ever a hero for that? I mean, think of what, what he's gone through and how he courageously carries on with Parkinson's and has become an advocate for it. I mean, he's sure. just amazing, but he is not surrendering mm-hmm. his dignity. Mm-hmm. No. Jess and I went to a radio conference. It was uh, about like two weeks ago now. And we, we, we met a lot of people who are not in, not working right now. And I think that's something that a lot of people mm-hmm. struggle with is that like, in the radio world, and this may be the same in your job, is like when you when you leave, you may get stripped of the title that you held, and it feels weird, right? It feels very much like, well, that's who I that's who I am, right? Like, and I even feel this way when I go to people. If I go to your Instagram bio, and the first thing it says is like what your job is, I'm like, that's you know that's a scary thing because that that can be taken away instantly. But I think what you leave behind with the way you treat people at a job. 
uh, or the way that you, you know, made people feel while you work there is so vitally and more, way more important than whatever title it is that you're currently holding. Mm-hmm. You know, that can't be taken. The way you treat people can never be taken away. You know, I think work, you can relate to this to work or to a relationship, a bad relationship or whatever it needs to be for you and what place you are in your life right now. It's true. Not one thing or person can determine how much you are worth. And that is what they cannot take away from you. That's what I took from that quote. Yeah, 100%. That's right. So think about that as you're driving into work today, just mm-hmm. be like, you know what? What's my title versus like, what am I really truly worth as a human? You know, that take, take money out of it. And who right. has the power to determine that for you? It yeah. should be you, not where you're going to work, not the company you work for. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. So that's a little dose of mom's mind motivation for you here for this Monday morning. Uh, my mom and I do have a podcast. If you want to go listen, we do it every day. It's called Certified Mama's Boy. You can get that on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And until next week, I love you, mom. Love you guys forever. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. The Maryland Department of Health has confirmed and reported a positive case of locally acquired malaria in a Maryland resident. The resident who resides in a North Capital region was hospitalized and is now recovering. Officials say this person did not travel recently outside of the United States or to other U.S. states with recent locally acquired malaria cases. It's the state's first case of locally acquired malaria in 40 years. That's like, what? Like, we don't have enough to worry about. I know. You know, COVID's getting kind of weird again now for a second, too. So we got to put your mask back on in some situations, maybe. And now you got to worry about malaria. Like, what do you, what, is there something we can do for that? So I Is there a vaccine for that? Or I, I don't know. I don't know the. So this is the first locally acquired case in 40 years, yeah. right? But Maryland typically reports around 200 travel related malaria cases each year. Okay. And each one gets looked into. So maybe they're like... So it's not like, you know, this. it's not It's not something that we've never dealt with before. Sure. It's just, just the first case like this in 40 years. I think we're just way more sensitive post-COVID when like 
oh, there's one case, and all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, it's no big deal. I think with those, it's no big deal days are over, you know, where we have mm-hmm. to kind of think through things a little bit harder. Number two. Parents are engaging in the latest viral TikTok trend, the egg crack challenge, but they're starting to face backlash for it. Have you seen these? Mm-mm. So it's a prank that involves cracking an egg on their young child's head and cracking up after doing it. But the kids involved have reactions ranging from laughing along, bursting into tears, or cursing at their parent. And now critics are slamming the trend, commenting on clips that parents are, quote, desperate for content and betraying the trust of their little ones. So I'm seeing a ton of these. And one that I saw, the uh, the little boy thinks it's like the funniest thing on the planet. Yeah. And he thought it was hilarious, Wait, right? So I'm, I'm, this is a regular egg or it's, it's a, been boiled? No, it's a regular egg. And, and like the parent, head? the parent is like cracking an egg. And then they're like, okay, your turn. And then they crack the egg on their child's forehead. And then just to see their reaction oh, of what okay. happens. Okay. So, like, sometimes they like it, and then other times they lose their minds. How does that feel to you? Does that feel funny? Does that feel not so funny? I mean, as a non-parent, it sounds kind of funny. I guess it all depends on your kid's reaction, exactly. right? Exactly. I feel like it just depends on the child. I feel like you should, like, read the room a little bit. Like, if you know that they're probably going to lose their mind, then maybe not. But, like, do we also feel like, well, no, because I enjoy watching them. I was going to say, do we feel like it's a little just, like, using your kids for no reason for TikTok? But I'm like... Well, that's what people are saying. Isn't that... <laughs> isn't that TikTok? <laughs> isn't that what TikTok <laughs> is? Without that, I mean, what are we going to have? Number one. Britney Spears spoke out for the first time about her divorce from husband Sam. Mm-hmm. Gari. The singer posted a dancing video on social media saying, quote, she's a little bit shocked at the divorce, but she feels like she's been playing it strong for way too long and could not take the pain anymore, but she's doing pretty good now. The singer went on to say, quote, I would love to show my emotions and tears on how I really feel, but for some reason, I've always had to hide my weaknesses. So that post was followed by two more videos, one a semi-nude montage while she's in her bed, and then another of her having fun with friends. Spears and Nizgari had been together for six years, married for 14 months, and Sam filed for divorce last week. I just don't, I, no, I didn't see the video. But like... Oh, the last three? Yeah. So the announcement is like her doing her classic dancing videos. I think she was dancing to uh, Janet Jackson, If. And then the caption is her kind of like sharing how she's feeling. Does that feel weird? And then the last two is just her, you know, doing her thing. Yeah. Does that feel weird? I'm, I'm just imagining. Anyone that's been divorced, you can imagine if you're... Because I got divorced five years ago. And I can only imagine like if my now ex-wife like posted like a dancing video with an explanation of why she was getting divorced I'd be like what are you doing here's my thing about this so obviously Britney Spears does deal with mental health issues right so I always like to take that into account but then I also like to look at things into real people terms how many times have you seen a friend close to you pop off on social media after a breakup like truly, pop off. Yes, that's what I'm saying. If she was just on there, being like, "F this, F that," I'd be, I'd no, be like, okay. not even. But like, go out, do your thing, hang out with friends. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Like, you like, know what I'm saying? Like, I'm back in the streets. She's in her, and, yeah. But it's Britney, and also she missed that like massive chunk of kind of Facebook type posting, right? Which is kind of a lot of what she does. Yeah. So I just try to keep okay. that into account when she does these these kinds of things. It's anybody else, I'd be like. I don't understand it. With Britney, I'm like, I see. It's weird, but like, it's it's okay for her. You know? This is Jess, and that was your top three. Mix 106.5. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Okay, uh, Anonymous, we have got you on our voice disguiser this morning. So what is the, what's the dilemma today? 
I'm starting to get the feeling my husband hates my daughter. Oh my gosh. Why are you, what, what makes you say that? Yeah, what? Well, my husband refuses to post pictures of my baby on social media. And Wait, how, how old is your child? He's just a little over a year old. Okay. At first, like, I don't know. I didn't really think anything of it. But then after, like, six months old and, like, I had obviously posted some pictures, I was like, I wonder why he isn't. I asked him if there was a reason or anything like that. And he was like, no, I just don't feel like it. And one time, I think it was three weeks ago, he cropped her out of a picture. That's kind of weird. Is he like a social media guy? Because I know some some guys just don't really care about social and, media. Yeah, but, and don't post rarely ever. Yeah. My fiance, one of them. It's not a ton. Like it's not like me, but he is kind of active on social media. So so enough enough for you to be like, wait a minute, like, like, that's, question, that's, that's like pretty why? weird mm-hmm. that your daughter is a year old and like he's never posted a picture. I mean, I would I would find that kind of bizarre too if he's posting. Somewhat regularly, you know, because yeah. you're right. Garage Boy doesn't post mm-hmm. a lot on social media, but like right. if you guys had a kid and it had been a year, yeah, and like you never like yeah. put anything on there, and if it wasn't like a privacy thing, and so you have made sure with him, like he he doesn't mind that your parents and all the family and you included have been posting her. He just literally doesn't feel like it. Yes, it was a conversation. We had when she was really, really young. Yeah. Like, is that okay? Are we open to it? Right. And he was like, yeah, absolutely. And he posted pictures of the two of us. But so, so he'll post pictures of, of, every, of everything else on social except for your for your daughter. Yeah. And it's not a privacy thing. Why do I feel like he's no. throwing shade at her? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm like wondering. That. I mean, so, you know, you said when we first started talking, like, you think he hates your daughter. Like, tell me more about that. Is he having a hard time kind of moving into parenthood? No, not at all. Like, he loves her. He's obsessed with her. I think that's why I really am so confused. Because yeah. when I'm with them and we're all together, it's so apparent that he loves her so much. Right. I don't like that. I, mean, I would be mad. Yeah, I'd be, be like, what the heck? It's definitely a little suspect, right? Yeah. Like, can we all say that's a little, that's like a little bizarre? Yeah. Well, this is what we can, we can do with this week's group therapy is that uh, our phone number is 410-583-1065. We've got Anonymous in the voice disguiser. She just noticed that her husband uh, doesn't ever post a picture of her daughter. And like, he loves being a dad, apparently. Mm-hmm. This is not a privacy issue. He just, and he posts all the time. He about, cropped her out. Literally three cropped weeks her out ago. of a photo and yeah. just says he doesn't feel like posting his daughter. What do we think is going on here? Is there anybody that's got a perspective on this? Maybe they could like maybe you're sitting in your car like, oh my God, why are they not mentioning this? Or like what this is a, clearly an indicator of this or whatever. Um yeah. call us up 410-583-1065. I'm not, I don't mean to like stoke your fears up here, but do we think that in reality he just doesn't like being a dad? That's that's what, oh, I, gosh. that's what I'm wondering. And, like, and why I, would you not I, share? I don't, and I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. But I'm wondering if most people are listening right now, being like, it's clear this guy just doesn't isn't proud of being a dad, even though he may tell you one thing. I'm wondering if if maybe somebody's getting the vibe of like he deliberately cropped her out, right? Like, why would you crop your kid out? Because that would make me feel like that. That kind of hurts my feelings for you. Let's get some. Let's get some feedback on this. Like, what do you what do you think's happening here? 410-583-1065. Hey, Joey in Baltimore City. Good morning. Good morning. What do you think is happening with the situation? 
I I really think that because she says he's a supportive and loving husband and a supporting and loving father, he doesn't want to interrupt her posting fun, but I really think it's a privacy issue. Really? I think he is very worried about someone seeing his daughter or hurting his daughter. Okay. Even, he, even despite the fact that, because she, she has asked him, that was one thing that we wanted to ask her. I think in the he beginning. doesn't want to hurt her fun. I don't. He doesn't want to hurt her feelings or interrupt her fun. So he tells her it's okay, but I don't think it's okay. Don't you think though that like that would be if like if he was truly concerned? Don't you think he would go to her and say, "Hey, listen, like." But he might. I think he's we gotta like, chill on that. He doesn't want to start a big fight about it, so he's letting her do what she wants. But I really think it's a privacy issue. Like, my son with my granddaughter is adamant. I can take as many pictures as I want. I cannot even text pictures of my granddaughter. Oh, wow. Let's post them. Okay. He has let the entire world know it. I think her husband's just trying to be nice about it. It's a, okay. To you, this is like a silent protest. Yes. Okay. I, 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 may, I may, Listen, there are no wrong answers today, right? Yeah. There are no wrong answers. Yeah, I mean, she says that, you know, he takes pictures with her. He just doesn't want other people to see her. Right. Maybe there's someone on his page he's afraid of, but for whatever reason, I really think it's a privacy issue. Okay. okay. It's good to hear this. Thank you for calling us. Appreciate it. Have a good Monday, okay? Thanks. Have a great day. 410-583-1065. Uh, Evan from Canton, good morning. Good morning. So what do you think this is? Why is he not posting his daughter on social media? He's he's heading out already. His foot is out the door. Wait, it pains me to say it, but I, I think it's the more people are aware of it, the easier it's going to be. But I myself was in that position not too long ago. Um, I, I'm divorced from my wife now. Oh, we're going through it. It's not um, all the way through, but we're we're doing the proceedings and all that. Uh-huh. I was I stopped posting my kids too, and I thought that that was going to be the easiest way because when you, especially like women, they look at social media as like the the epitome, the cornerstone of like showing off family. And so like when you start to dwindle that and you start to diminish that a little bit, mm-hmm. the separation becomes a little easier. You know, it's not like I don't like the idea of like ripping off the bandaid and just you know exposing it right away like hey, I'm leaving, it needs to be a gradual go. And I know that this might hurt you with this guy and stuff like that, but ultimately it shows that he does love you. He doesn't want to hurt you, but he's he's on his way out. Really? So wait, you, you said you said you did you stopped posting your kids too? Yeah, because it's like a nice little subtle sign of this isn't working for me anymore. Oh, you know oh, what I mean? It's not oh, like I don't nice. love my kids. Like before I continue, like I still take them to their practices, like we're we're heavily involved in their lives. Yeah. Like, it's not like you know, it's not like I wasn't, and like now I'm posting them, but it's just a simple sign that you're trying to let her know, like, hey. Wow. This is- so for yeah. you, it was almost like, for lack of better terms, it was kind of like subtext. Yeah, exactly. Of like, kids, like they're not even on um, social media yet, but they're too young, so it's not like they even realize what was going on. Right, but for you know, her, like but you feel like it was like your, your almost like your subtle message to her of like he's gonna. He's and again, gonna, I like I, I feel for both of them. Like obviously, yeah. his heart is hurting too. He he's not feeling it, yeah. and. Um, it's just, it's just a travesty all around, but yeah. it's not a good sign. I appreciate your phone call today. Of course, yeah. I hope I can help. Lisa from Westminster, what's your theory on this? I hate to say it, but I think he doesn't want someone else to know that he has a baby. What do you mean by that? There may be some infidelity going on. Okay. And he's doesn't want them to know that, you know, okay, he's in a relationship 
and that's well known, but maybe not, is that their family is deep enough that he has a child as well. Well, hang on. So how would that, okay, if he is, if he is, because we have a couple texts saying he's, He's literally, he's maybe sleeping with somebody else, maybe he's having an affair. But, like, would he be posting mm-hmm. pictures of his wife if he was literally having an affair but not his kid? I think it makes you a, a bigger POS if you have a small child and you're doing that. Oh. Okay. Interesting theory. So could this be, or yes. Or the door is open. He wants to leave the door open for somebody. So right. he doesn't want all the yeah. information to be out there. So like, I I, I yeah. am cheating, but maybe the the <laughs> people hate me less. The person that I'm, you know, maybe he's like, oh yeah, I'm, okay, here, here we go. Let's play this for a second. He's like, yes, I'm married, but I, um, I'm i getting a, a divorce. Or you it's know. not that serious. There's no kids. You know what he's saying? He's telling this other woman there's no kids right. involved. Like we're, we're, you know, she's, She's uh she's trying to leave me anyway. I mean, maybe that storyline could be congruent, you know, with what yeah. he's trying to do here. Okay, I feel that. Lisa, thank right. you for your call. You're welcome. Uh, I hate when this happens. It's just annoying, but it's I know. Fine. It's fine. I'm not gonna let it ruin my Monday. I'm not gonna let it ruin my it's Monday. It's just not as fun for me. I don't like it. Uh, this is Mix 1065. Um, we, I think, are going to have to go into what we call a unsolved mystery today for our Talk Me Out of It update. But I'm going to give it 30 more seconds while Jess explains the situation in case you missed last week's show. So Anonymous was considering dropping out of her sister's wedding that would have been this last Saturday because she was in love with the groom, her sister's fiance. Uh, for the last two years, she basically has been withholding those feelings. And so she just wasn't sure if it was right for her she to icky. not only go to the wedding, but also be in it. Right. She's like, I feel kind of icky about that, right? Like, mm-hmm. as the wedding got closer, and the wedding was on Saturday, by the way. Beautiful day for a wedding. Um, it literally, she's like, I, I think I feel guilt more guilty being in the wedding, knowing that I have these strong feelings, than I would if I just gave an excuse and dropped out, right? Yeah. I mean, most people were saying you still need to be in it. And what we do typically is on Monday, we say, hey, we don't, and we never know anybody's name for this. We never get any phone numbers because we truly want this to be 100% anonymous. And we just have to rely on people to call us back to tell us what they did. Well, when they don't, we go into what we call a talk me out of an unsolved mystery, where since we don't know what actually happened with this, we just kind of make up worst case scenario. Like in our head, what do we think actually happened? Because I think people not calling back means something. Is is a message in itself, right? Yeah. She said, I'm in love with my fiance's sister. I don't know if I should go to their wedding or not. Mm-hmm. What happened? Do you think that what is uh what does the officiant say? Like, does anyone have Dude. anything to say about yeah. this marriage or whatever they say? And she's standing up there because she's she was a bridesmaid. Or was she the maid of honor? No matter she what, was, she was in, in the, the wedding, wedding party. party. Yeah. She's standing next to her sister. And when they say that, she was like, I object. And she was like, I've been in love with you for the last two years. <laughs> and then they carry her out, kicking and screaming, and kick her out of the wedding. And that's why she can't call us. I'll one-up it. Same scenario. Mm-hmm. I object. Mm-hmm. I've been in love with you for years now. In front of everyone, in front of the entire family. She says, you know what? I'm in love with you, too. <gasps> the groom says it? Yeah. No way. 
No. And then they actually get married right there on the spot. I don't like that version <laughs> of it. No. Honestly, like if I had to be for real about it, because that would be worst case scenario is she said something during the wedding, like right? Like during the ceremony. Oh, like she like she had too many mimosas while yeah. all the girls were getting ready. Maybe she's stressing and out so about it. she's like drunk up there. It was kind of hot. She, I, like, got lost in it and I, then says something. I think that's probably, if I had to assume of why we're not getting a call back, because I think that's a statement in itself, I think probably something was said yeah. between the time we talked to her and wedding day. And whatever that was that was said wasn't positive. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if it was positive, she would have called us back and explained. Been like, you know what? I went and I just had to be there for my sister, blah, right. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But we're not hearing anything back. I mean, all we can do right now is just make this whole thing up. Give a theory of why we didn't hear back. Maybe you've got like an idea too. Like why in the world would she not let us know why the whole thing went down? I mean, she could have overslept, but that's boring. No. I'm not going to say that. No. <laughs> you want to hop in the conversation. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.